Studios. Welcome everybody in the chat. It's lively already. Nice to see you fine folks. Uh, anyway, this is Low Tree Studios and this is the Jason Mitty Podcast and we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. Uh, my name is Jason. My name's Mindy. Hello, Mindy and wife. Coming up, men are more afraid of this than women. How long should you re-wear your undies? A Florida woman locks her boyfriend in a suitcase. Ways to be better understood when texting and 10 cell phone etiquette rules you should be following. Monday evening is here, so let's get in and get all of the Jason and Mindy podcast. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher, Mindy. It is Monday. It is, and what a Monday. Yes, it is. So what? Uh, what's your Monday highlight? What is your Monday highlight? Can there be a highlight on a Monday? Can no. there be? Well, unless something magnificent happens, yes, but um, nothing did. It yeah. was just the normal Monday. It's just a regular Monday. The work grind and home, make dinner. And- that was a good dinner, though. We had a good dinner. What was it? Tell everybody what our dinner was. I helped <laughs> you make it. It was very delicious. It's very um, delicious. Bip, bap. Uh, yeah, okay, I don't yeah. know. It just, it just, it's a it's like of- a Korean dish, I think. It's so good. It was so good. It was like a ground, uh, ground, ground pork and all kinds of other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good description, Mindy. Everybody I'm give Mindy a round so of applause sorry. for her description. <laughs> uh, welcome everybody in the chat. Nice to see yes. you fine folks. Antonio said it. Bip, bap, boop. But it's not the boop part. Yeah, there's no it, boop. There's, it is bip, bap, something. And it's a HelloFresh meal because we is. get the HelloFresh meals. You get three of them or three of those meals uh, per week. That's right. Yeah. And then you're tr- you're changing it to something else though, right? Green Chef. I'm going to try Green, Green Chef, Chef for a little bit. So there you go. Well, welcome everybody who's listened to us for the first time. We are the Jason Mitty Podcast. And as I said, we try to, to give you some information and some entertainment and give you a break from life's daily grind. Hopefully life isn't too much of a grind for you, but if it is, hopefully this is the break from it. My uh, my Monday highlight is this. We're podcasting and I'm, I'm stoked to be able to do it. It's fun. We love doing it. And let's get into to our first topic. All right, so first thing here, uh, and see if you agree, folks in the chat, and of course, Mindy. Uh, a fear of bugs, insects, and arachnids is among the most common of phobias. Uh, there's a lot of microphones going on here. <laughs> yeah, I see uh, that. There's a it's lot of Ambie. microphones. <laughs> Ambie's <laughs> hitting the microphone button uh, on CastBox. Okay, anyway, the vast majority of spiders, ants, beetles, and other creepy crawlers are harmless, but that doesn't stop millions of people from fearing these tiny creatures. Stereotypically, most assume that women are more likely to freak out over a bug sighting than a man, but a new survey is challenging that belief. Researchers found that while 22% of female respondents said they are very scared of bugs, 32% of male participants shared the same fearful sentiment. I know one that you can't stand. What is it? It's those water cockroach looking things. Yeah, yeah, I don't like cockroaches. I can't, t- I won't touch them, can't pick them up. If they, if I find one, I pick it up with a tissue. <laughs> I don't I even won't touch it with my hands. Yeah, they're creepy. What about you? What bugs uh, creep you out? Do you, I don't do like any? those. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm. Oh, you know what I don't like? What are those praying mantises? Mm. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. I think I stumbled upon a little bit of a nest of those in the back corner of our house. Oh, no. When I was chopping down some of the, uh, there was some pretty long weeds back there. And yeah, there was uh, probably about 15 of them. Oh, no. 15 of them. And they are creepy. They, they, they eyeball you. Yeah, they do. They look at you. Yeah. They look at you a little <laughs> weird. Um, you know that we watched Survivor recently, and remember they had they showed a big spider on one of the people sleeping. Um, yes, and it was creepy looking. It was a, we- it was a very big spider. Yeah, very very big spider. Uh, so John Trollvolta. Yeah, yeah, it's John. John's back. Yeah, he says strange that being an adult makes me more fearful of handling insects. <laughs> Isn't it a weird thing when we get older, how fearful we are of different things? Yes, it is. Well, I can't scroll here because uh, uh, Hannah Hannah Jensen has given me given us roses and and microphones and all kinds of stuff. I'm trying to scroll and see some of the the chat stuff here. Uh, Ambie says, "I will kill a roach with my hand while the men scream." That this is this is totally totally true. Androm Androm dude, uh, when reality challenges stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Hannah Jansen, take it as a sign to take it easy a bit. I'm just reading chat now. I don't know what they're saying, so just (laughs) bear with me here. And then uh, John says, what's funny is how comfortable I was when I was a child picking up bugs with my bare hand. Did you read that one? Yeah, yeah. no. no, You didn't read that one. So uh, anyway, let me go back down here. Uh, Not able to move my cursor on that a little bit. So maybe if you can keep up on the chat a little bit, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll try. It's flying by tonight. Yeah, we got some we got some folks in there. It's nice to have all y'all. We may not get to every single one of your comments, but uh, bear with us. We will do our best. So spiders, do I some. don't have a problem with spiders. I will. Have you smash ever picked them. up a spider? No, I, I just smash them. You just smash them. I don't. I don't like them. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, I I've picked up the uh, daddy long leg spider because I those don't bite you. Those won't bite you. Mm-hmm. The big they, they they can't. They just have the the kind of thin long legs, and they're a very big spider. But I will never touch a black widow ever in my life. Touch a black widow. <laughs> that will not happen. Yeah, those are not good. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, let's move on to the next one. How bad is it to go two days straight in the same undies? That's not ever. Two, day, two days straight. No. Not, not a good thing. It's not. Well, here's some good news. As far as health is concerned, there is no issue with wearing the same pair of underpants two days in a row, says uh, J. Scott Kassler, MD. That is, so long as the undies are clean to the eye. <laughs> clean to the eye. What are you, what are you saying? Exactly. Um, Androm, dude. So change your fucking underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Hannah says, ew, you never... never. Ambie says, I'll go without undies before I rewear them, uh, but the smell. Yeah, well, it's to the eye. It's saying that you can, by, by the way they look, like if you have a clear skid, okay, there's nothing don't that, rewear first them. First of all, there's no such thing as a clear skid. No, what I mean skid. is it like it's a visible skid. Like it's clearly a skid. There's oh. a skid there. What's going Not on? Not a in clear your skid. There's clearly a skid. I'm <laughs> saying if there's a skid, don't rewear them. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying that's part of my business. You got skids, you got problems. I'm not saying that's part of my business. I'm saying that, you know, and you've, you've, you can't tell me there's never been a clear skid on your undies. No. AKA a snail trail. Oh God. Oh, come on. You can't tell me. Can we just move on? Wayne says, give them a sniffy if they're, if they're <laughs> iffy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Emmy <laughs> <laughs> says male skit as in shit or skit as in uh, discharge because we have skids uh, uh, by brunch time. <laughs> and then Antonio says back to insects Jason Mindy you guys have scorpions in Lancaster yes uh, well we, we do. do but we don't see many of them I, no. I've never we don't see too many of them I don't know why that is high desert maybe it's a little colder but uh, yeah I, I've rarely seen one I've, I think I've only seen I used only to see them all the time when I was a kid but then of course I lived out in the middle of nowhere yeah so yeah and Hannah says she saw a scorpion she had a scorpion in her shoe today Hannah Jensen in the chat said Yikes. that. Where does she live? My right. goodness. Yeesh. Don't go there. Let me keep reading here. Well, that was a nice uh, break from the skid. No, we're not done yet. Uh, <laughs> it says, that is so long as the undies are clean to the eye. Back to the undies. In fact, from a health standpoint, you could go several days without a fresh pair of undies. Uh, but before you wear your Monday pair on Tuesday, there are two important exceptions. If you have any skin scratches, sores, or rashes, don't stretch your mileage on your underwear or uh, you could end up with an infection. Great. And if you're busting a sweat, then it's best to wear a fresh pair. For ladies, moisture buildup in the nether regions uh, leads to health issues men don't have. Mm -hmm. So for ladies, be a little more cautious. We need to let things breathe down there. As Ambie calls it, the heat box. <laughs> the heat box. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to what's in the news recently. Mm, of that. It's good stuff. I think this is some good stuff. I think you guys will enjoy it. <laughs> Chat's really having a good Andy's time here. Got a, a she's wild quick. Imagination. Well, she's quick too. Mud butt. Yeah, and t uh, Stephanie's in the chat. She says, uh, yeah, that's why we change our fucking undies. That's true. Yes. And you should. I really do think you should, but I mean, hey, I have I have gone, you know, a half, if I, if I put them on a half day and then I'm like, ah, I only wore them for a half day the day before and I didn't do anything. I just lounged around the house. Then I'll wear them again. I don't have a problem with that. I don't leave skids. We have a bidet in our house. <laughs> I don't leave skids, okay? I'm skid, this is a skid free. <laughs> oh my God. For me. <laughs> Amy says, if I put them on, uh, had after showering morning sex. If, okay, here we go, Amby. If I put them on, had after shower morning sex. <clears throat> <laughs> the disappointment she continues. She said, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the disappointment continues. Oh, that's good. All right, let's move on to this here. Uh, what's in the news recently? A young woman once dumped her fiance for being too fat. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. A young woman once dumped by her fiance for being too fat has gotten the ultimate revenge by being crowned Britain's most beautiful woman. Jen Atkin shed 112 pounds, going from 247 pounds to 131 pounds in two years. Uh, to bag herself the title of Miss Great Britain. The 26-year-old office administrator administrator's weight ballooned when she became a, a self-confessed couch potato and binged on takeout meals. When Adkin met her ex in March 2011, she weighed 203 pounds and had become 
a weekend recluse dining on takeout. The couple planned to wed in the years that followed, but as she ballooned to over 238 pounds in 2015, her fiancé decided to end their relationship. After dropping the weight, Atkin decided to do pageants. She retired from pageants after getting married last year, but decided to give it one more shot. The beauty queen said, when we broke up, I was devastated, but it ended up being the best thing that's ever happened to me. Look at that. How about that story, huh? That's, that's a great story, Jason. How about that story? That's a that's a good one. Uh, Stephanie's got to go bull. Bull well. How do you, would he break a leg? How do you, so what do you say? How do you wish someone to have a good game? Get some strikes? Get some get some strikes. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ambie says, don't eat the pins. Right? <laughs> All right, check this story out. This one's crazy. A Florida woman was arrested after allegedly zipping her boyfriend in a suitcase. <gasps> I, I heard this today. And leaving him to die. Where'd you hear it? On a, Weird AF News, probably? No. No? Um... Gosh, just I'll have guessing. to think about that. All right, we'll just hear it is again. All while taunting him on video. Sarah Boone told detectives she was playing a game of hide and seek with her partner while drinking alcohol. She said they agreed it would be uh, funny if Torres hopped in a blue suitcase in her home, but she claimed to have forgotten all about the man cargo. Don't, don't give it away, Mindy. It was a shiznit show. Falling asleep. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. We share a lot of the same stories. Uh, falling asleep in her bed for hours before realizing Torres was still inside. Boone said she woke up to her cell phone ringing and went to go check on Torres only to find him unresponsive and not breathing. Yeah. She called 911 and police responded to find Torres dead. Yes. Cops said there was a small cut on Torres's lip and bruising around his eye and that they retrieved two videos from Boone's phone in which she teases Torres as he's trapped in the suitcase. Boone can be heard laughing in one of the videos as Torres calls out her name and says he can't breathe. Yeah, she yeah, they called they called bullshit. Wow. Basically on her story. That is crazy. She basically killed him because he cheated on her. Oh, is oh, there's more to it. There's so more, Shiznit yeah. Shiznit revealed more. Yes. So that's a good plug for the Shiznit. If you want to hear more details on it, <laughs> listen to the Shiznit show, who also does their show live on Castbox. That's right, right here, live on CastBox. And I don't know if this will be as good, but uh, check this out. When armored robbers hit a pharmacy in Clearwater, Florida, Florida again, they wore gloves to ensure they didn't leave fingerprints. They took so many drugs from the store, they had to haul them off in garbage bags, more than 10,000 opioid pills. The robbers planned the, the crime carefully and were long gone by the time deputies arrived. So how were the two 19-year-old robbers caught almost immediately? Check this out. While looking around outside the store, detectives noticed an empty pill bottle, then another and another, all tossed out of the getaway car. They followed the trail of more than eight miles of empty pill bottles. Oh, geez. It ended with a with a getaway car, which they had seen in security camera video, parked in front of a house. Armed with a warrant, they arrested both men. Nice. There you go. And that's your weird news. That, I thought those were all really fun. Yeah, those were I definitely I thought those were really, weird. really good. And all out of Florida. That, and, that, that. That's uh, That makes a lot of sense. It does. Ambie said she got him drunk to fuck. He turned her down. So she said, so she put him in the, I'm going to just help her out. Uh, so she <laughs> threw him in the suitcase to die. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's move on to the question of the podcast. 
Hey baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question The question of the podcast It's coming your way real, real fast Yeah baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question Alright, so this is definitely one that everybody has to participate in Okay. okay. Everybody has to participate and you got to kind of think quick. Uh, those of you who are uh, in the chat will have a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun with it. Name a movie using the letters of your name. Name a movie using the letters of your name. So I'll start. My name is Jason, obviously. So I've got Jurassic Park. Hmm. I had more than I had more uh, than this. So Jurassic Park. The next one is A Oh, geez, I should have wrote it down. Somebody's got to help me out. Hey, think of an A one for me, please, everyone. A movie. An A? Yeah, an A movie. Oh, in all the letters of your... Yeah. No. Starting with A. A. Almost Famous. Thank you, Hannah Jensen. Uh, S is the next one. So Silence of the Lambs. That's a good one. Yep. Uh, So J-A-S. O would be mm, On the Waterfront. That's a movie. That's an older movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and N would be, uh, oh boy, somebody help me. Uh, and N. Nerds? Else? Nerds. Thank you. There we go. All <laughs> the movies there for me. So now Mindy. Okay. Your turn. Mindy. I. M. I. So first this M. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so easy. No, I did, I just illustrated very 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 easily that it was not easy. Min, okay, so M. Yeah, M. movie mm-hmm. with M. All I Mrs. Guess- Doubtfire. John John's helping out. Mrs. Doubtfire. Nice, uh, nice. Antonio says my girl. Uh, I. Ooh, Independence Day. Yep. Okay. Independence Day. Uh, N. I already said nerds. Would so. be uh, N. We have N again. Is there uh, like a Nancy Drew movie? <laughs> this this was much easier when I uh, did it when I thought of this. Wayne's got his all. I like that. Wayne's got all of them. Oh, nice, Wayne. Uh, so so N. Mindy N. Hmm. Uh, Never ending story. There we okay. go. There's one. Never ending story. That's and good. then D would be Driving Miss Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy. Yes. And then Y would be Ooh. Uh, ooh. Is there a movie called anybody, anybody Y2K? Think of a y? <laughs> hmm. Y. We're bad at this. Young Frankenstein. Thanks, Boy, Hannah's, Hannah. Hannah's, Hannah's kicking good, ass. Man. Oh, gosh. Hannah's kicking ass. All right. So, oh, and Wayne, Young Guns. Look at John. So, everything that Wayne did there, every, you guys should do the same. Okay. Uh, Wayne's, this is Wayne's for his name. Wayne's World, Annabelle, Young Frankenstein, Naked Gun, and E.T. Nice, Wayne. Uh, See, that's what I want from everybody. If you could do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be a little fun one. I thought it'd be cool. And it was, it's weird because now on the spot, I couldn't think of anything. But when I was, uh, when I was like, oh, this would be fun. And I just thought of, I thought of five of them super, super easy. Now I can't. Uh, now I couldn't think of anything. Okay, Papa Bear says, Lincoln the Vampire Hunter, Elephant Man, Lion King, Animal House, Nerds, Nerds Revenge. Ah, he changed it up. And then Devil's Rejects. Let's see, those are good movies. Yeah. Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects is really dark. It's a really dark film. That's by uh, the Rob Zombie. He directed it, I believe. I'm correct on that. All right. Well, you guys keep doing doing them if you want to participate and you want us to read it. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna move on, but uh, we can always come back to them. Okay. So here's Ambie, almost famous, uh, Maleficent, 
Batman. Ooh, I love Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands is awesome. And then Raging Bull. Hannah says, Hostel, American Pie, Never Ending Story, Nerds, Annabelle's Attic, and Hangover. That's a good one. Dang. Hangover is yeah. one of my favorite comedies all time. One of my favorite comedies all time. Okay, keep keep them coming. Keep them coming. Uh, we'll come back to them if you do it. Uh, the question of the podcast for listener participation for this Wednesday, it's a Carol Chapel question. Our homie from across the pond and her question is, if you opened a cafe or restaurant, what type of food drink would you serve? Don't answer now. Answer on Wednesday. And those are already up. And we have some on social, but it'd be nice if you guys joined us uh, live and you can answer it there as well. Uh, you can respond to the question on the Jason Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page, or if you're Mindy's friend, you can respond there. And of course, you can Spawn, like I just said, right here on CastBox. And uh, that's it. That'll be on this show on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Moving on to the sponsor. And you guys know what the sponsor is. It's Low Tree Studios. It's a place for podcasts. It is our podcast sort of network. It's all the podcasts that we produce out of this very little studio right here. You can check our website for all the latest shows, show merchandise, and Patreon information. Head there right now, LowTreeStudios.com. I should say, don't head there right now. Finish the show and then he- then head there. Try to remember and then head there. Right. Here's Sal. Scream, uh, um, Emily, Emily, Emilia, Amelia, Amelia. I think it's Amelia and La La Land. Nice. Is it Amelia? It's got the little thing over the E. So I think it's Amelia. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Mindy, what you got? I have 10 cell phone etiquette rules you should be following, but most people don't. Mm. First one up is put your phone away at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. This phone etiquette rule may seem obvious because, hello, it's rude. But being courteous in public to both your dining partner and other diners is important. Mm. If it rings and you must answer it, explain to your dining companions that your child is home by him or her herself, or that you're waiting for a huge business deal to close. Otherwise, ignore it. Okay. I like it. Now, this is etiquette, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. need a little bit of etiquette. We need a little bit of edi- That's etiquette. That's right. That's my music. Next one. End phone conversations when paying for purchases. I cannot stand this one mm. at the registers. Yes. Uh, just because you may not know the cashier doesn't mean you can keep chatting away while they're helping you. Unless it's, it's rude. Yeah. Unless it's an emergency, it's just rude to stay on the phone right in their face. I totally agree with this. I think it's rude. And it's rude to the people that are waiting in line for you to get off your damn yeah. phone so you can pay for your damn purchases. Because you are distracted. You just are. <laughs> right? I mean, there's no way for you not to be distracted if you're on your phone and you're trying to pay. There's so many things going on. Yeah. You're fumbling, you know, and yeah, I agree. Ugh. Never shout when talking on the phone. Can you hear me now? <laughs> if you if they can't, maybe you should call them back later. When in public, it's a good phone etiquette practice to try not to raise your voice while on the phone. No one else needs to be privy to your conversations or 
your arguments. Agree. Uh, I was pulling out of somewhere, me and uh, our friend, DeAndre, uh-huh. and uh, it was it was a work thing. We were pulling out of the FedEx parking lot. We were, had to go there for something. And we're turning right, and a car drives by, and it's just this loud conversation. You could hear Ugh. from their car into ours. And he was like, "What is what's going on there? I was like, probably on the phone. Because mm-hmm. there's nobody else in the car. Just screaming. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really loud. Uh, never text or talk and drive. Mm, of this course. is an obvious one. Many states have laws in place regarding texting and talking on the phone while driving. Yeah. Hint, it's no, it's a big no-no. Well, not only that, it's very dangerous. Uh, those of you who have been listening for a long time and, and know me, uh, you know this story already, but those of you who, who are really new to the show, I'll tell the story. I was on my motorcycle. I had this idea to get a motorcycle and, and start riding a motorcycle. So I got my license and I had my license for a day and a half. I went to visit a friend, had a brand new, beautiful Harley motorcycle. And uh, I was coming home from a friend's house. I wasn't drinking. I was one of those that I will not drink if I'm riding a motorcycle. I just won't. I wouldn't do it. Um, well, I won't drink when I drive a car either, but I wouldn't have any drink any. on a motorcycle. Like I'd have a beer or something at a, at a restaurant driving my car, but motorcycle, I wouldn't drink. So I'm driving home and someone's texting turns left in front of me, totals the motorcycle. I broke my hand. Uh, I had a huge gnarly contusion, still have a dent on my left leg mm-hmm. from the whole thing. Was out of work for like eight weeks. Um, yeah. So to, I, I'm not, ha- I, I do not think it's good to text and drive. Not at all. Uh, Antonio says, I'm so getting a Harley, a quiet one. Well, I had a kind of a quiet one, but it was fast. It was a V-Rod. It was a beast. It was a beast. It was a very beautiful bike. It was. And it was gone. It only had 500 miles on it. Ugh. God. Avoid texting in work meetings. Mm. You don't want your boss looking up and seeing you texting away and completely ignoring what's going on. Plus, if your boss, if you're the boss, yeah, it's setting a bad example for your workers. I agree. Yeah. I like it. Turn off the phone in places such as a church, temple, or theater. Mm. There are no exceptions to this rule. There are just certain places where cell phones should be um, off and often um, are off limits to I, touch them at all. I wish people would in general just not have their volume on. Right. Because it really does bug me. Maybe I maybe I should get over it, but it. I worked I worked in a cubicle at one point and was across from someone who had their volume on blast. Yeah, and you could and hear when you every could little... tell when, when their family got up in the morning, you could tell a husband or whatever was texting her, and it was like, come on beep, with beep, it, beep, beep, or whatever yeah. the sound is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep mine on vibrate. I don't want to annoy everybody or myself, really. Yeah, um, and to go along with that, and remember checking your phone and having it light up in a dark theater, even if you don't talk, text, or tweet, it's just as rude. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Let it go. You got to let it go sometimes, especially in a theater. I don't want to hear a phone in a theater. Yeah. I don't mind it lighting up, but I wouldn't want the person sitting next to me either. Anyway, avoid talking on the phone in a waiting room, but if you must, leave the area first. Waiting rooms can be crowded and noisy, not exactly uh, conducive to a phone call. If you must talk on the phone, leaving the area so as not to disturb your fellow waiting room occupants. And I was trying to think of places that I've been where I'm sitting next to somebody and they're just having this full on. Yeah, I know. I don't want to hear their conversation loud, and you're like, 
And well, you can't have to listen in because you're sitting right next to them. But more importantly, as a, as a person using a phone, I don't want people to hear my conversation. Right. I don't know how people are okay with with other people hearing their conversations. I'm not down with you knowing how I'm talking to you and what I'm talking to you about. And I think it's better just to use text. Agree. I would just text. Yeah. yeah there's that, no that's point a in point. a conversation at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Uh, <laughs> avoid using a phone on public transportation. I bet Dino, if he was on mm. live, he'd have something to say about this one. You're right. Uh, on public transportation, people are often stressed, rushing, or exhausted. All they want to do is get where they're going, not listen to your conversation yep. about your cousin's new boyfriend, <laughs> sister. Be courteous when you're in public. Enjoy the moment and your friends. But above all, be smart about your smartphone manners. I like it. Sal in the chat says, restroom stall they're the worst when I'm trying to take care of my business in peace and quiet and someone's talking on the phone while you're taking a duke. You know, that is a place. I have had ladies having full-on conversations while they're on the toilet. And I'm thinking, you can hear the toilets flushing. Yep, yep. It's like, that's just weird to me. Right, I, exactly. And I've, I can't say I haven't done it. Because I've talked to you, like there was one, when I used to work at night, I would talk to you and I was like, we were in the middle of a conversation. I had to go to the bathroom, but it was an important conversation and you'd hear the flushing and I'm like, okay, well, that's time for me to get off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Antonio says in their brains, I'm important. People that talk in waiting rooms and like, I'm important. So listen to right, my conversation right, kind of thing. And point. then John says, John Trollvolta says, a guy at my work. Uh, place is broadcasting us sports radio through his phone in the bathroom. Oh, that's kind of cool though. That's not bad. <laughs> that's so not so bad. Just taking a duke. I want to hear the Laker game while I'm taking a duke. You know what I mean? <laughs> Laker game was pretty good. We I was sneaking in uh, score checks while we were watching our movie last night. That was a good movie, by the way. Uh, Danny Collins. Danny, Danny Collins. Collins. It's on uh, Prime. It's on Prime currently. Yeah. Yeah, not with, bad. Yeah, with Al Pacino. I liked it. It's based really on um, Steve Stilston. Yeah, you don't know who he is. Which is a folk artist. But I didn't really recognize his songs, but it was, but it was a true based off a true story. Loosely. loosely very loosely. Loosely. Uh, two more. Lower your voice when using your phone in public. The phone etiquette guideline is a continuation of never shouting in public. Yeah. Not only should you not shout, but you should automatically lower your voice. If you don't want to hear other people's phone conversations, they definitely don't want to hear yours yep. either. I agree. I agree. And the last one, don't take a call in the middle of a face-to-face -face conversation. Mm. Cell phones can destroy all of your interpersonal dealings. You should not even give the screen a glance while you're speaking to someone at a party or a dinner. Sometimes it's best to, to think of how would you feel if that happened to you. If it would bother you, then you probably shouldn't do it. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, I got a funny email today. You did. on At work. About? It said, your iPhone is ready for pickup. Weird. My It's like a work iPhone. And it came from the person that hands out our pagers and all that stuff. And there was other people on it that we know. Like, uh, I'll throw out a name. You guys don't know the name, but Mindy will know the name. Chris Kincaid was on it. And my name was on it. And I'm like, I, I asked my manager, and I'm like, uh, did you guys say for me to get a, an iPhone? It's the first time hearing about it. Mm-hmm. It's, and then they chose the time for you to come pick it up. 
So I asked my man, and he's like, well, I don't know. Maybe you're a lead, so maybe they ordered it. I don't know. But uh, thinking about going and picking up my work iPhone. I think you should. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to do it. That will be I mean, I don't really know how I, I wouldn't use it that much. I would just use it for work. Well, I was going to say, that's what it's for. Just refer all the calls there. Yeah. All calls go to my work iPhone. That's Anything in the chat? Uh, No. uh, Antonio just says they're on the toilet talking and grunting. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Uh, grunt when you you poo, Mindy? No. And who... Guys do. Why? I don't. I'm quiet. I mean, how would I I quiet and I, I would prefer it if my... Okay, I I don't know if anybody remembers back in the day. I'm old enough to remember, but maybe if you don't, look it up. I use this reference a lot, but he was a really good diver, Greg Luganis. And when you're a good diver, you don't want any splash. Okay. You don't want any splash, zero splash. That's when it's a good dive. That means you went in that water really smoothly. (laughs) And that's what I want for my poos to be of Greg Luganis caliber, right? That's what I hope for them. So I can be stealthy, no grunting, no splash, no plop plops, <laughs> no splash up in the butthole. Well, I've talked about this many times before and ladies, if you're not doing this and you don't want anybody to hear your business, mm-hmm. you put those uh, toilet seat covers, you just you put a nice layer on top of the water. And then when, you know, you do your business, there's there's nothing. Yeah, I it's like quiet. it. It's quiet. That's good. Uh, Antonio says he's grunt-free. He has, He's vegan. So he has vegan poops. They just come right out. Uh, John Travolta says, the fun people read the things written on their stall while out loud. That's kind of that's good. I would do that. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you ever read? We should start making notes of that. The weirdest thing ever you ever read on a, a, a stall wall in your own personal life. Yeah, Not you know, too much there's where we nothing work, written on our stalls at no. all. Nope. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the fun facts. You know I love those fun facts Because they're factual and Uh, fun fact here, hot dogs are the number one selling barbecue food in America. That's not my fun fact. I was going to say. I, but I threw it out there for Papa Bear. <laughs> All right, my fun fact is Americans eat about 700 million pounds of peanut butter each year. Wow. My, my facts are peanut butter inspired. Nice. 700 million pounds of peanut butter, Americans. Mm. Well, this is going up from insects. Okay. I don't know if this is insect, but mantis shrimps' mm. eyes are more evolved than those of humans. They have four times as many color receptors Whoa. and can see UV, visible, and polarized light. What is it? Mantis shrimps. So it's, oh, it's a shrimp. It's a shrimp. Oh, okay, so it's not the like it's the not an insect. Mantis. Well, that's kind of anticlimactic. All right, my next peanut butter factor. Women and children prefer creamy peanut butter, while most men opt for chunky. I got chunky this time. Really? Trader Joe's, because they didn't have the creamy. I don't like nuts. I got chunky. You like nuts. I don't. You do. (laughs) Nope. You lie. You lie. 
All right, last fun fact. The space shuttle flew 135 missions with a flight computer that had less than 1% of the computing power of Microsoft's Xbox 360 game (laughs) console. that is so crazy, man. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Antonio says, stall wall arguments as if that person will ever see that comment. Right. Like they're going to say... Trump sucks or something like that. And then and then the other person writes, no, he doesn't. <laughs> You're not coming back. Right. Uh, let's see. And then Antonio says, I ate peanut butter a couple of hours ago. John Travolta says, but don't get in a flight with one. Fight. A fight with one. He'll kick your butt. What's he talking about? Oh, one of those um, shrimps, maybe? Mantis oh, probably. shrimp? Probably. And those are your fun facts. All right. So this is what I have for you. Speaking of texting and being on your phone, weird how that worked out, right? Because right. I don't know what you're picking. Uh, I have a f- uh, I have a thing about uh, um, emails and texts being misunderstood and how to become more understood when using emails and text. Okay. See if you agree. I don't know if I'll agree. And I don't actually know if I'm going to enjoy this segment, to be completely honest with well, you. Well, good. I'm glad. But I picked it and we're going with it. Okay. And then John is, is clarifying, referring to the mantis shrimp. Oh yeah. I've heard they're pretty crazy. Like they fuck shit up. I See, they, they look like a praying mantis. I've heard they just like, you know, fuck shit. Up. I'm, I know that's the, the worst description ever, but I've heard they're pretty uh, brutal. Because you're flailing your arms Yeah. They around. throw their little, their spiky arms at, at them. That's, uh, that's a horrible description. <laughs> <laughs> I should narrate for, uh. For Animal Planet. Mm. All right, so check this out. Uh, we aren't communicating as well as we think, and it could be affecting the way our employees perceive us, according to Nick Morgan, author of Can You Hear Me? How to Connect with People in a Virtual World. People think others understand their messages 90% of the time, uh, but the actual statistic is only 50% of the time. So how are we perceiving things the wrong way? One example, recipients of a two-word email or text such as nice job or good work interpret the message as sarcastic 60% of the time. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. Why do people misinterpret so frequently? Humans have a tendency to assume the worst when the intent of communication isn't clear. So if it's not clear and the intent isn't clear, we think negatively about it. Okay. The negative bias that once alerted the brain of cavemen and cavewomen, cavemen and cavewomen of potential dangers like bears or alligators is still very active in our minds uh, as of today and the minds of today's modern workers. So how do we overcome negative biases, hijacking the intended meanings of our communications and ensure our messages aren't misunderstood half the time? You use emojis. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're going to go over I, the emojis. I, I do use a smiley face a lot after, you know, on my emails. Hey, it works. Uh, uh, Antonio says, I'm such a grammar Nazi that I get stressed and anxiety when typing, texting, and talking to others. I've come to realize that most people's communication skills are deep in the toilet. I that will would be s- mine. I will say, Antonio, that I do appreciate the fact that you pay attention to grammar because it allows me to read your comments and make sense of them. <laughs> no, I, leave Ambi alone. I'm not talking about Ambi. It's, it, and actually, I'm going to call your ass out a little well, bit here. Well, I'm horrible. Because you don't punctuate your text. I don't. You know what? I do have a segment that I'm going to use all about this. 
So um, that is one of the things on there is you don't punctuate. They're saying you shouldn't punctuate. And then Sal's saying, leave Ambi alone. Uh, what do you mean? So you're saying in your, in your segment, you're talking, you're saying that you shouldn't punctuate there. Well, no, they're saying that you that should punctuate. One of the complaints is that people don't, they don't. And it irritates the shit out of me. Bugs me. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into the emoji talk. Okay. Emoji acceptance is growing an early indicator of how, uh, culturally, cult culturally oof, ingrained emojis had become was in 2015 when the Oxford Dictionary's word of the year wasn't a word, but actually the face with tears of joy emoji. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a great that one. one? Uh, emojis help clarify emotional intent. Research indicates that the same part of the brain that processes human faces also processes emojis. An emoji, uh, an emojis help recipient recipients interpret the tone of digital messages. For example, an okay text from someone can be interpreted many different ways: acceptance, apathy, submission, or passive aggressive. But an okay with a smiling face is easily interpreted as a positive acceptance. Like if I said, hey, Mindy, uh, we're going to go here today. And you just said K. Yeah. Just a K. K means like. You don't have time for me. I ain't got time for this like, shit. It's uh, like, okay. I don't have time for you. That's that's what it tells me. And John Trovolta says beats. It's, it's, it's actually bears beats. Battlestar Galactica. You got it wrong, dude. It's Bears Beats. It's not Beats Bears. It's Bears Beats. Battlestar Galactica. You have that shirt. I do. I love my right? favorite show on the planet. And he said he failed. No, you didn't. You love the show and that's all that matters. You're a success in my book. Antonio says, no punctuation makes me have to read the sentences over and over. And he capitalized. He's yelling at us. Yeah, it's yeah. all caps. You can't stand it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the emojis. I know you're really loving this. I know you're loving it a lot. Emojis enhance relationships. The proper use of emojis helps people form relationships and understand one another. More specifically, when emojis are used at work, the majority of emojis users, emoji users feel they positively impact likability, 78%, and credibility, 63%, and make positive news more sincere, 74%. Oh, and 81% of emoji users believe that people who use emojis are friendlier and more approachable. I, I I do you agree with all this or I do. are you getting all this? I absolutely it? do. All right. And then the last thing I have about emojis, and then I'm going to put my emoji See, Maggie put a, I down. think it's a puppy dog. Yeah, it's a puppy dog emoji. It's really it's tiny, cute. but it's cute. It is very cute. What kind of puppy is that? I don't hey. know. It's got, it's like, it's got a spot it's in its eye. Got, it's got its tongue out. It looks, looks cute though. Look, maybe it's probably like a terrier. See, puppies way. make everything better. Puppies, puppies make everything better. That is true. And the last thing here, emojis can close the generation gap. Although using emojis at work is becoming more commonplace, many of the mixed views of emojis can be explained largely by age. In general, the emerging generations, uh, millennials and Gen Z, place more value on using emojis, while established generations, Gen X and baby boomers, tend to view emojis as unprofessional and counterproductive. Are you, which, where do you land? Because we're more Gen X, uh, really. The, we're, we're, we are Gen X, you and I. Mm -hmm. So do you, do you consider them to be unprofessional? I think- I, I do think not. I'm, I think I'm warming up to that. I don't use them very much. And when I text, I use proper punctuation and I do all that and stuff. And it depends on who I'm talking to. I don't use a lot of emojis, so I must not be on this, tr this, this train yet, this, well, this trend. 
like with my job, there's people that ask me for certain things or vice versa. Yeah. You get things for certain people and we, I use them that way. I like it. Uh, Wayne is throwing the uh, coronavirus emoji. I think it's the one with the the <laughs> hospital mask on there. Oh. <laughs> and Tony says the thumbs up emoji is pretty much the same as, yeah, whatever, shut up, go away now. Oh, dang. Oh, you're taking it that way. I don't take it that way. You know, it's funny, my friend, uh, my friend Jesse, who is Hispanic, but is whiter than me. He's not a tan Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. He throws up the... His thumbs up when he when he says like when you say hey we're gonna meet at this time he'll throw a thumbs up in there and it's tan it's like black it's like a black person's thumbs up don't know why he does that <laughs> wow don't I don't know why he does it uh, and then Anton uh, Wayne says might have it I don't know I'm sick either way wait 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 and then Maggie says I think it depends on who you're texting. Work text, uh, no. To friends and family is fine. I, for one, I'm am still weirded out with the almost seventy year old father using emojis in his text. I'm with you on that. I totally agree about that. So that you think there's more like age appropriate? I think so. I think it's more of an age appropriate thing. Now, I will say that if you are being a little sarcastic, <clears throat> and and uh, you don't want to hurt feelings, you throw in an emoji like. I'm just kidding. It's just poking, poking a little bit, you know, because okay. if you left it dry like that, then people will take offense and you'll go, what the, f-? you know, they'll get all upset about it. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Mindy's quote. Where did uh, Ambi and all the homies go? I haven't heard from Ambi. <laughs> Hopefully she's not, she's not mad at me because I couldn't read her, her messages. Well, you know. She brought homies. Maybe you should give her an emoji. I should. I'm All right. Give Ambie an emoji. Word for the day? Yes. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Never waste your time trying to explain who you are to people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Oh, that's good. That is good. Next one. Be proud of who you are, not ashamed of how someone else sees you. Mm, I like it. This one here is a is it's a it's a deep one. Judgment comes from experience, and experience comes from bad judgment. Ha <laughs> ha! That's good. Learning from Joe mistakes. <clears throat> I like it. I like it. Uh, and one 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 says hashtag Ambie's homie for life. Agree. Ambie's pretty sweet. So are all you fine folks in the chat. Love all y'all. Yeah, it's been a lively bunch tonight. Pretty cool. All right, let's move on to the podcast shout outs. Let's do it. It's time for podcast shout outs. Well, the only one new one that I started listening to today is yours, The Weekly Dose. It's not that new. So explain yourself, Jason. Yeah, I said it on uh, the Patreon show, but uh, yeah, I, I was doing a show called The Daily Dose, which was very, it was very short. It was about 15, 10 to 15 minutes long. And it was just little bulletins, little, you know. Bite-sized. Bite-sized. It was a very bite-sized tiny podcast and I was doing it daily, but I couldn't keep up with it. So I, I scrapped it. And then, uh, you, you helped me come up with the idea of doing, instead of doing it daily, doing it weekly. So I, I did that. So I did one yesterday. It was about a 30 minute podcast and threw it up and I changed the name and my designer even got the name, uh, done for me and all that stuff. So, uh, 
yeah, the, the, the weekly dose is up and running and it'll be up and running as long as I can uh, keep it up and running. Antonio has a new one. He says, check out the podcast dating while gray. Dating while gray. Okay. To check that one out. What's it about? Right. And then uh, let's see the, so the shows that I've listened to just today, because it is Monday, let's not meet the shiznit show, the war of the roses, sword and scale. Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Fasting, The Jillian Michaels Show, Ben Shapiro, Dog Tales, and The Daily. Okay. Those are, those are all very, very good. Mindy listens to a lot of shows. Maggie says, I used, to, I used to cast every week, but I had to take a break for several months due to an unexpected organ transplant. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, I hope you're, hope you're doing better. Yes. Just got back tonight. Dog Tales is adorable. I know. Is another- I'm really liking that show. It's cute. That's one of the ones you listed? Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. dog tails. Dog tails. I'm writing these down from my own self here. I know it's on our feed. We share a feed, Mindy and I do. Uh, and then Antonio says, old folks like 50 plus dating. It's pretty good. Oh, that's cool. I dig that. And Maggie says, Parcast has several great casts. What's Parcast? Is that a, like a network or something? We'll have to write that down. Parcast. Sorry, I'm, I'm literally writing this stuff down as we podcast how professional and then maggie says also please check out and throw mindy can you write some of this stuff down here I'm, i've already written a lot of things yeah i will uh, it's going to disappear though once i stop the podcast you have to write it down now <laughs> literally now it's not like mixler where you can <laughs> grab that right stuff and throw both Scene review. Scene review. Hmm. And then Parcast is a podcast network. They put out Dog Tales. Oh, okay. There you go. Wayne said, I've spoken uh, of them before. Well, we just don't listen, I guess. Antonio says, Parcast, Serial Killers, the one about Jeffrey Dahmer is hilarious. So, so Parcast is a network. And then John says, I hope you, I hope you get to try out Conversations from the Abyss. Try that. Write that one down too, Mindy. Okay. Mindy will listen to every single thing that you recommend, I promise you. She gives every one of them a try, and she loves podcasts, so she does her thing. And that's it for our show. We appreciate you guys for joining us this evening. That one sounds interesting. Which one? Conversations from the Abyss. It does. It does. It's a good name. Uh, That's it for today's show. Like I mentioned, if you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on CastBox, like these amazing folks have done this evening, on Monday and Wednesday. So I should say every other Monday and every Wednesday. So this is our Monday on, and we do our show at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on CastBox. And if you want additional content, check out our Low Tree Studios Patreon page or visit our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which can be found on all of your favorite podcatchers and right here on CastBox on Thursdays. Enjoy your evening, and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. And guys, don't forget the question of the podcast for listener participation for this Wednesday is if you opened a cafe or restaurant, what type of food or drink would it serve? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page if you're my friend. Mm-hmm. And we always look forward to your responses. You guys have a great evening. Thank you for joining us in the chat. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yes, we will. Antonio says, your show is too short. I'm selfish. Uh, LOL. Aww, and then you. he says, or greedy. 
Maggie says, thanks, guys. Great, as always. We appreciate you, Maggie. Thank you for that. Antonio says, gracias, mi dos amigos. Nice. Did I do that well? Mm-hmm. Gracias, mi dos amigos. I think I could I think I think could speak Spanish and do it well. All right, you guys. Take care. We love you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.